Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. You're not alone with a learning disability. Number bonds to 10 and to 20 help your child with math, math as a second language, and how do approximate calculations actually work? Welcome, and this is our podcast for week 19 in 2016. And with us here is Dr. Schroeder from DiscoCuliaServices.com, and she's going to help us sort out the links that we provided on our website, DiscoCuliaHeadlines.com, this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Now, um, we have, again, a nice set of, uh, of links this week with all kind of uh, interesting topics that you, I really need some explanations. The first is actually a video from a young lady who looks very happy and chirpy. And uh, let's listen just for a moment to what she has to say. So I don't know if that was audible, but uh, she's she's talking about she's updating us on uh, what it is to live with a learning disability. In fact, I listened to the whole video. This is this is very interesting. She, she yeah, sort of this a, is a really remarkable story of a young lady in college who is really persistent and. Her uh, whole story about living with a learning disability actually started in kindergarten when she was held back. Then she uh, was first tested in uh, first grade, but was not behind enough to get any help. So she had to struggle a little bit more. That is how the school uh, system works. So eventually, in middle school, she was diagnosed and uh, they call it information processing deficiency, which is kind of vague. Um, and she was uh, placed in a class um, where uh, the emphasis was on learning strategies. And she says, well, basically they were just doing the homework with us because nobody actually knew uh, what it was to teach learning strategies to students with a information profi- uh, processing deficiency. Anyway, there were all kinds of students in there, and um, it was really a a hodgepodge, and she did not have the impression she was learning a lot. Okay, so she goes to high school, and it showed that she struggled um, a lot with math and and basic things like division and multiplication tables. Uh, She was um, allowed to use a calculator, but the real math problems were not addressed. And she was actually a very good reader, actually above average. Uh, and clearly math was her, her main problem. And eventually it came out, she had, a very, uh, she had very limited spatial skills, which is, we know now mm-hmm. is related, related to, right. yeah, to dyscalculia. So uh, on this moment, she's a freshman in college, And she's really afraid that she has to sit through another college uh, math course and that that will be the reason that she uh, will not be allowed to go on. So that's a a real stressor for her. 
And I can uh, understand. Absolutely. This so, is this is what we were talking about the other week, where Matt, in some courses in college, is just used as like stumbling block mm-hmm. and doesn't really add any value uh, for the particular course that they're enrolled in. Absolutely. Now she she has by now learned to advocate for herself and maybe right. when she is in a college where there is a little bit of knowledge about dyscalculia and appropriate testing then um, the chances are fairly high I should say in this case that she will be diagnosed and if she get the proper help with uh, such a really persistent uh, lady, uh, she has all the chances of um, making progress. Yeah, I I found remarkable how accurate she is and how accurate she could recall all the dates and events and put it in a timeline. It's really a video that our listeners need to go and and look at the the link, obviously it's on our website, uh, Discoculia Headlines, and uh, let us uh, get to the phone and then we'll be back. So as I was saying, this is definitely a video that all of our listeners need to go and look at because they will be encouraged if they hear this story they'll they'll see that they're not alone with their learning disability and other people and she's so adamant in how she explains it and then eventually she gets into college so this is a good good uh, good story but it would be great if we can spare uh, other students this terrible experience (laughs) right Hence, hence your services so our next link uh, goes to a website where they talk about helping with number bonds to 10 and to 20. And what can we learn here? This comes from um, Dyspraxia Kids, a very nice uh, website. And they talk about number bonds to 10 and to 20. And the lady who does the blog explains the usefulness. And I totally agree with her because if you have your number bonds available, it frees up um, extra working memory space so you can do other parts of your math question a little bit uh, quicker and easier and you don't lose where you were so easily. Mm -hmm. So she also, um, like me, loves games to uh, teach students. And uh, you will probably remember from our previous podcasts and my webinars that uh, games are the new worksheets. Right, yeah. 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 Now, the first uh, game uses animal pictures to pair the number bonds, and she uses collage. I actually like the way they do it at MathTix. That's her next uh, link. A little bit more, uh, because uh, the MathTix actually use the... Uh, number patterns as we use on um, on the dice on the dice okay. and if you use um, animals you start to doesn't really relate to anything it like doesn't that. really no. relate to something also she has some uh, verbal um, yeah quotes that she teaches the kids to memorize number bonds and mm. one of it goes like um, here you see two, um, an octopus and another octopus, so we have two, and um, eight and two equals ten. There are well, two octopuses, they have eight legs, so eight and two is ten. Well, I would probably associate uh, one octopus and the other one together. Uh, they have 16 legs with eight and eight is 16, yeah, because right. what is the numerical... Uh, association to teach the <laughs> yeah. two and the eight together if yeah. you have 
the eight arms of an octopus and the two that is just a little That's bit confusing. random. Yeah, that is confusing. Yes. Uh, but otherwise, I really like her approach and the games look, uh, look uh, happy and, and colorful. There's also um, other links to games and some of these games are quick hit games. But also she mentions one of my favorites to learn the 10 bonds, which is called Save the Whales from uh, ICT Games. Uh, I would advise you to check out their website because they have many more good games. And we know that hands-on learning is the best, so it's great that she also mentioned uh, the Numicon, a research-based right. uh, manipulative yep. system from uh, Oxford, UK. Yeah. to uh, show the number bonds and it's a very um, very sturdy colorful um, material I, I, yeah. I can definitely recommend it so overall it's a very useful site uh, although written for dyspraxia kids but actually dyscalculia kids can, uh, can, can learn that. a lot yeah. here <laughs> yeah <coughs> very good then uh, let's move on to our next link for the week and this is uh, a link uh, that talks about how can I help my child in math very important. Um, it is uh, a, a blog from uh, that, yeah. Hope Springs um, Behavior Consultants, and the blog is written by uh, Miss Cindy Nichols. And she describes uh, different types of difficulties with math, um, issues with number facts, with operations, which operation to use, understanding math concepts, verbal memory, uh, visual spatial memory, and reasoning. So her advice is uh, like ours, if you think there is an issue, doesn't matter how young the child is, schedule an assessment so you get data about learning and options to help nip it in the bud. Yeah. Very nice information Early, for parents. Okay. Very good. Okay. And then, of course, they refer to their own services, but that's why they're consultants. <laughs> but it's a, it's a very good overview of what all can be wrong with uh, the child's math understanding. We're talking to Dr. Schroeder and we're looking at the links provided this week on our website, discoculiaheadlines.com. Our next link uh, talks about... Um, math as a second language. I have never seen <laughs> it uh, been referred to that way. Yeah. Math as a second language. Uh, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm working on my at, Spanish, but uh, there's... At, at first it looks uh, like, hey, what are they uh, yeah. talking about? But this is a, a quote from Sharma stating that it's very important to be able to translate from English to math language and vice versa. Uh, from math uh, language numerical uh, sentences to English. And even more importantly, that we as teachers need to explicitly teach this translation. Uh, because some kids pick that up between the lines, but specifically kids with dyscalculia, you need to show explicitly how to get from a uh, word sentence to a number sentence and, and back. This is from, uh, from Maha Sharma at the Berkshire Mathematics Project in Cambridge. Mm -hmm. And the article is called uh, Understanding Dyscalculia uh, for Teachers. For Teachers, yeah. 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 It has been out there for several years, but we... Uh, I just stumbled we, over it. Yeah, we yeah. just stumbled over it, and it's, it's yeah. very um, 
worth of reading. Well, I just think, yeah, it's, it's definitely an aha for me, you know, to see it as a, as a second language. And, and he concludes uh, with a, um, a list of best practices, including teaching the language of mathematics, teaching focusing on strategies, using visualization to help with sequencing, because mm -hmm. that's another thing that's now in the middle of the research, that highly likely sequencing is another basic um, weakness of uh, students with dyscalculia. Uh, to practice understanding number concepts, uh, guided practice um, with word problems and more. Okay, so that's a whole good list of uh, best practices. Absolutely. In-depth reading. Great. Okay, well that brings us to our, our last link of the week, which is uh, a, a more complicated story. And, and this deals with how the approximate calculation, how that actually works. And this is brand new, uh, it's from uh, early May 2016, and what can we learn here? Well, um, this article um, is about solving math problems approximately, and they give us a developmental perspective into uh, this way of dealing with numbers. It's written by uh, Dana Kanor Stern uh, from Israel. And she starts to say that there is still very little known about the development of solving an arithmetic question mm -hmm. approximately. Mm -hmm. So not by uh, rote memory of num or numbers right. or by yeah. um, counting, but looking at the question and have an approximate idea of uh, what the answer uh, would look like. So uh, this uh, study um, is about fourth graders, sixth graders, and adults. And they have approximately uh, 30 um, study objects in subjects in every uh, group. Mm -hmm. And what they are showing is that there is a learning curve in estimation with an increase of accuracy, speed, and strategy over time. So the adults are outperforming both groups of kids, but the sixth grader are outperforming the fourth graders. Okay. And uh, they did that by uh, letting them do an estimation uh, task. Now children uh, mainly uh, use the sense of magnitude strategy, so no calculation involved, while the adults <laughs> use both. Okay. And they had this approximated calculation strategy using rounding and calculating with rounded numbers. Okay. So they could be much more accurate. And all groups performed better when the reference number that they had to compare their answer with was smaller than the exact answer. And they also performed better when it was uh, when the reference number was further away from uh, the real answer. That's that's quite of uh, okay. quite logical. Now the implications for uh, education are. Um, that uh, we can use estimation tasks next to exact calculation and that those two ways of calculation um, can add to each other in understanding. Mm -hmm. So um, alongside the traditional algorithm that is, that is kind of um, in, 
um, instructed as a how-to yeah. um, activity, they say give the students an opportunity to practice an estimated answer and actually my... That's one of your golden rules, That's right? one of my golden yeah. rules. I actually feel that for every calculation they first need to do an estimation to have an idea of what they were what they are looking at right. and then use that estimation after the calculation with numbers, the exact calculation and then do a reality to, see, check. to do a reality check. And see how far off they were. Yeah, that's very useful. Mathematics are, yeah. is supposed to make sense and if you cannot make sense of it using your uh, estimation system, it's just bare numbers. Great, great. Now in passing, you mentioned your webinars um, so that uh, program is still progressing? Uh, yeah, we just we did the, the second one okay. uh, last week and we are now in a schedule of repeating them um, constantly. So, you, so you every one or the, two uh, weeks is another one that's being uh, repeated. Okay. And, um, and as an addition, we one, also then? have uh, an ebook now on Amazon.com. It's mainly about the first webinar. Uh, dyscalculia, the forgotten learning uh, disability. It's an introduction. It's an introduction of like in in eighteen twenty pages. You have an overview. You have an idea. You can present it to other staff in your school, or you can give it uh, to parents to read. Okay. That's a, that they have an, a little bit of an idea what can happen in the brain of a, st- a child with dyscalculia. Great. Well, thank you very much. Um, with that. Um, we, uh, we thank you and we'll see you back uh, next week. Dr. Schroeder, the founder of DiscoCuliaServices.com. You can follow her on uh, Facebook, Pinterest and Twitter. Free downloads and a free DiscoCulia screener are available on her website, DiscoCuliaServices.com. And if you want to see her ebook, go to Amazon.com and search for either DiscoCulia or her last name, Schroeder. Yeah, or the full title. Or the full title. Discoculia, the Forgotten Learning Disability. Here we go. Thank you very much. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from DiscoculiaHeadlines.com. You can find us on the web at DiscoculiaHeadlines.com and we are on Twitter at DiscoculiaHead. You can also find us on Facebook. We have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.